0: Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience and in this episode I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films and um, this film uh, that I'm going to be talking about today is one of the most um, influential um, films I would say of the um, first decade of the 21st century and in my opinion it redefined an entire genre of films. And um, without further ado the film that I'm talking about today is the 2002 British post-apocalyptic horror drama film 28 Days Later. Which was directed by Danny Boyle and written by Alex Garland and um, the film stars Killian um, Murphy uh naomi Harris, Christopher Eccleston, Megan burns, and brendan Gleason and the film uh which some call a uh, a genre um it some people call this film um a film set in the zombie genre which um i suppose you could call it that. But, um, to me, this film is, um, more poignant to me now than it was the first time that I watched it, because, um, we're now living in a, um, not in a, uh, post-apocalyptic, uh, um, time, but we're living in an era where we, the human race, are still dealing with a um, pandemic, uh, an epidemic um, that everybody uh, knows full well about. But um, I think watching this film now, thinking about the the current uh, predicament that the world is is facing it just it brings home how um potentially a a um a reality that uh, like the one depicted in 28 days later could potentially come true and if you're not familiar with the storyline of the film um the plot um depicts the breakdown of society following the accidental release of a highly contagious virus and it focuses on the struggle of um four survivors um um who uh encounter um other survivors um but um basically it shows them living in a world um in um in england but more uh, specifically because we don't get to see what happened to the rest of the world we we hear that the virus spread to other countries um such as america but um and the, the virus that i'm talking about um as it is referred to in the in the film is called the rage virus which is this highly contagious aggression inducing virus that um we see um, the beginning of, um, or we we see that it has been tested on chimpanzees in a in a uh, laboratory, and um, some um, animal rights protesters um, find their way into this laboratory to try and f- liberate these animals um but what they don't know is that these um chimpanzees have been uh, infected with this rage virus and they think they're doing a, a good thing but um they by freeing these ch- chimpanzees one of these chimpanzees immediately bites um one of the the activists and um um just one just an exposure from a bite or the blood of those infected with this rage virus causes them to, it causes people to immediately change and become um highly aggressive um very zombie like um but they it just completely takes over their their brain and their their mind and just makes them into this these mindless um killing machines um basically but they're still human but yet they are um infected they have they start to um have red eyes um and um they 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 seem to be attracted by heat and light and sound uh, very very much how um most zombies are um depicted in uh films and tv shows um and comic books um to be attracted by and we see this the the beginnings the the for the first um chimpanzee um attack on this activist um and then after the, the um, after this scene, which happens right at the beginning of the film, we flash forward to twenty eight days later, and uh, we uh, we get introduced to um, the character of uh, Jim, played by Killian uh, Murphy, um, who uh, used to be a bike courier, um, who's now waking up in, uh, St. Thomas' Hospital in London, um, and to his shock and surprise, um, the entire hospital seems to be, um, seem to be emptied, it's in complete mess, everything's strewn all over the place, um, and when, um, Jim finally, um, Walks out of the hospital and onto the streets of London, he sees the eerie and um, quite honestly disturbing sight of the streets of London completely desolate. there is nobody, there is no sound and it's um you know, every time I watch the film and watch the the, the beginning of the film. Uh, just seeing London the way that it is is shown in, in the in the film and knowing what a bustling city London is even on, on a weekend on, on a Sunday there's always someone um around, always something going on um but um all the places that um Jim goes to um there isn't there is no one and nothing um, and we see the odd uh, bird flying in the sky, but uh, for the most part, um, there some it it occurs to to Jim that something terrible has happened, and um, yeah, it's very uh, effective. This imagery of London being so um, removed of life is very effective um, at conveying. Um, the fact that um, the world seems to have been turned upside down um, And then um, Jim um, Goes to a uh, a church um, And he walks into this church And he immediately sees that there are pi- There's a pile of bodies Um, in, in the church And You know, Jim has absolutely no idea what's happened But, um Something catastrophic has happened And he just calls out He goes, hello And immediately after he says this Two people Um, get up And turn to him Seem to have been attracted by his voice Um, and then Um, a door near to where Jim is standing shakes and then a priest comes out and this priest um, hurriedly tries to get to Jim but it's uh, it's apparent that something is wrong with him he's disturbed and he's he's aggressive and, and in fact before this actually before Jim goes into the the church um he um he leans upon a car and um as soon as he leans on the car the the, uh, the car alarm goes off and this immediate burst of sound um uh, is pro- is most likely what attracts um the um the rage infected um to 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 Jim or uh wakes them up because as is um explained in 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 the film the the majority of um the 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 infected um come out at night they um mainly um walk the streets at night they mainly do what they do at night um it's very uncommon to see them during the day but they they are seen during the day and they do come out during the day um if um they are, they feel as if there is something to be drawn to but the the soundtrack also does a great job of um of making you aware that something is going to happen which is uh, the 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 art the 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 gift of a great soundtrack because as i said when we first see london the streets of london there is no sound, there is hardly any soundtrack. And there is a a very um, a, a minute amount of, of sound, but the soundtrack is there. But as time goes on, the soundtrack, the volume of it, gets louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. Until Jim, as I said, he touches this car and the car alarm goes off. And from then on the 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 tension um is ramped up, and from that moment on, this is when um everything that has has happened is going to literally um come forth and reveal itself to to jim and this is when Jim starts to be introduced to um the, the reality that he is now awoken to. Um but yeah so as I say following um Selenos car alarm he goes into this church, he attracts um these infected individuals, he gets chased then after this, after he becomes um scared by this um this aggressive um priest and these other individuals and uh he runs away runs through the streets um and then he is um rescued uh by two survivors um selena um who's played by naomi harris and uh mark who's played by noah huntley who have been um spending the last 28 days um attempting to survive um following the 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 outbreak which appears um to have spread very quickly around the around around the globe from what um we we see on newspapers and um on um and what what we're, we're told by, um, Selena and Mark, who were there, um, and this was all happening, of course, as I say, while Jim was, uh, was, uh, comatose, and, um, it, it's even apparent that he must have had, um, uh, some kind of brain surgery because he has a, a scar on his head. You can, um, you can, can see that, um following, um, uh, an accident that he had, uh, while, um, doing his job as a bike courier and he was, he was hit and obviously found his way into hospital. Um, so then Jim spends some time with, um, Selena and Mark who are taking refuge, uh, in a convenience store and using the, um, The confectionaries uh, within this convenience store to keep them, um, keep them alive. But then Jim um, asks that um, Selena and Mark help him uh, visit uh, Deptford uh, where um, his parents live uh, because he wants to know that they're okay. And um, it's incredibly moving, incredibly um, harrowing. This entire film is because it's so realistic. The way that it was shot, the way that the, the, the story line plays out, because um, it, it's it's a real life. It feels like a real life story of survival. Because these the people that we are introduced to, the people that we follow and we go on this journey with feel like real well-rounded people um and you can believe it it's a it's a really is a film which you can but could believe to be a reality or a possibility that perhaps somewhere there is a laboratory creating a virus for whatever, um, um, whatever reason that could potentially create this kind of um, catastrophic um, infection and outbreak. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't have said that was possible. I would have said that, to, that was a work of fiction before um, the year 2019, but um, with all... With the, the 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 events that have happened in the last couple of years, I would say that anything is possible. So, but yeah, getting back to the storyline of the film, uh, as I say, Selena and Mark go with Jim to Deptford, um, to his parents' house, and Jim goes into the house. Um, all is quiet, of course. There's no one there. And then Jim goes up to his parents' bedroom. And that is when he discovers that his parents are, or should I say the, the, the bodies, the corpses of his parents are lying in bed. Um, and they appear to have committed suicide uh, by taking an uh, an overdose of pills. And, um, they left a note, um, basically saying, uh, addressed to, to Jim, basically saying that, um, you know, things have, had gone very badly, um, and they had no other choice and that Jim should not wake up, basically, because the world that he's going to be waking up to would be uh horrific um and it turns out that um yeah, his parents uh Jim's parents just couldn't they didn't want to become infected so they decided to um to end their lives um while Jim was in a in a coma, uh, and because it was getting too late at that point, um, Mark, um, Selena, and Jim decide to stay at um, Jim's parents' house. Um, Selena and Mark um, manage to settle down and try and get some sleep, but Jim stays awake. He lights a, a candle um, and he starts to think about memories that he had with his parents, who he sadly misses. But, as I said, the infected, the rage infected, are attracted by um, many things light, heat and sound and they are nocturnal mainly they operate mainly during the during the during the twilight after dark and we see from an infected an infected point of view that they see the light of jim's candle from inside the his home his parents' home, and we immediately see them rush towards the house, they break through the window, um, um, they break through the, 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 the to the roof, a, a large, a group of them, of the infected, and, um, Mark and Selena uh, awaken, they fight off, they kill the infected, but during the process, during this, um, Mark is bitten by one of the infected. And this immediately um, causes, well, Selena immediately chooses to kill Mark. Because, as she explains, that if you don't, you have to kill the infected within the first twenty seconds after they've been infected, because after that they they're gone. They are not no longer who they were. So she kills her partner, and that, that's how she explains her actions to Jim. Um, then, um, following the the attack, Jim and Selina um, leave Jim's parents' home and. They return to uh, return to London, um, and as they're walking through the city streets, they see the the flashing lights, flashing lights coming from this um, this tower block of um, apartments and flats, and they um, just they are drawn to it immediately. So they decide to go towards it. Um, when they go to this tower block, they see that, um, a large number of shopping trolleys, um, have been all piled up and that's the only way for them to, um, to get up to the the floor that they need to get to. So they have to clamp these shopping trolleys then they've got the stairs. Um, but, um, as they're walking up the, the stairs, um, they, uh, realize that, um, some of the the infected have have heard them. They're racing towards them. They follow them, chase them, um, and Selena and Jim just have enough time to get up um, up the stairs, where they are uh, confronted by a man uh, that seems to ha- be wearing some riot gear. He has a um, a, she- a plastic shield, and he's wearing a um, a mask um and he uh, is ready to attack the uh, infected that uh, are following um Selena and Jim and um this man um is um Frank who's played by Brendan Gleeson um who is a uh, a, a taxi uh, cab driver uh, who lives in um Balfren Tower um the 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 uh, flat the uh, block um with his daughter Hannah uh who's played by uh, Megan Burns and um they've been trying to um stay alive um they've been trying to that, um capture rainwater uh on the on the roof of their tower block um, but, um, it hasn't rained in all that time, which is, if you live in, um, in England, the UK, you'll know that, um, it's very unusual for the, be a long spell where, where there isn't any rain. And that's the only, the only reason that they're, um, trying to capture this rainwater is because, um, the, the, the toilets no longer, uh, work properly. You're unable to flush, um, and, um, course drinking water and you know all the things that you take for granted are and including um you know electricity and uh, gas supply water you know all these things that you take for granted in everyday life have been completely um cut off or they're um, not as easy to come by or access as they would be and it is while staying with um Frank and Hannah, that um, Selena and Jim um, are told about um, this military broadcast um, that seems to be bro- being broadcast from Manchester, saying that they have an answer for the the infection, and it's beckoning um, anyone that it uh, that uh, their message reaches, their broadcast reaches, to come to Manchester. Um, and because their supplies are, um, fastly dwindling, um, Frank sees no other recourse but to, um, to, to travel there, the, the only way that they're able to even hear this broadcast is because they have a wind-up radio, um, which uses kinetic energy to, um, to get electricity, um, and it's it, they the broadcast that they, they hear is on on a loop, um, but they they believe that it could be the answer to, to their prayers. Um, so Frank is his intention is to take his daughter Hannah and go up there, um, and he asks Jim and Selena to accompany um, him and his daughter to the uh, um, to the a, blockade um in uh, manchester and um they do this in um in frank's uh black taxi cab uh which they um they get they put as much supplies in inside as they can they stop at a uh, a supermarket and they um buy things um such as um canned food and um alcohol and things that will help sustain them for a short amount of time but of course when they go into the supermarket all the fresh fruit and vegetables have all uh perished over the last uh 28 days because um fresh uh things don't last very long but canned food um will last for uh a very a considerable amount of time. Um, and to try and get to Manchester as quick as they they possibly can, they decide to go through uh a an underground um, tunnel um, to get them from one side of the city of London to the other, but when they go under there they they find that um, the tunnel is completely um um, stopped up with other vehicles that have obviously been abandoned there, Um, Frank attempts to drive over the vehicles, but, um, gets a, a, puncture in one of the, the tires of the, of the, the cab, so, um, they all have to stop, um, and, um, then they, they try and, um, they have to try and change the, 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 the wheel of the uh, of the taxicab um, before um, any potentially infected um, people if you can still call them that arrive and then there is a moment when they they're trying to they first start to change the tire and then there is a um, an loads of um, rats start racing towards them and um, Jim, Selena, Frank and Hannah all look at each other like oh hang on, why confused and they say well why is the rats running away from, what are they running away from and of course they're running away from the rage infected individuals who are running through the tunnel who've obviously been attracted by the the, the noise, the sound that has echoed from the tunnel and they are now racing towards the taxicab um, and racing towards um, Frank, Hannah, Jim and Selena. And this is what causes them to go um, into, uh, into a fury and try and change this tyre before the, the infected get to them and, and attack them. And times of the essence, they have m- moments to to quickly accomplish this but they they do unfortunately, they're able to change the tire get in the taxi cab and drive away just before the 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 rage infected um reach them and they're able to continue their journey um to manchester um, but um and then we see because um fuel is um a commodity at this at this point um they stop um, at a um, at a a truck stop uh, where um, Frank tries to drain the, the the fuel tank of one of the trucks that is uh, parked up there let's try and um, fuel uh, put it in a in a, a jerry can um, so that um, they can have fuel going for, forward um, and it's while they're there that um, Jim goes into the um, ...into the facility there, the building there, um, and he sees that there are some um, dead people there inside. And he calls out, though, and when he calls out, um, immediately after this, a small boy runs towards him from behind where Jim is standing... And this boy is obviously infected by the rage virus and he immediately jumps to attack Jim. And Jim has to, um, hit this boy, attack this boy and kill this boy. Um, but he doesn't reveal, when he, when he walks outside again, he doesn't reveal this to Selena, but, um, I think that he did this because he needed to breach the barrier between him um choosing being someone who has never killed anyone and going that extra step of having to become someone who has to kill another individual even though they are infected they are still um human um but you you would be mistaken for you wouldn't be unmistaken for believing that they they were or weren't because you know the, this film asks the question you know what what are you still human if you're infected um you know how how do you treat um someone like that um but um yeah they continue their journey they stop off um, um along the way um, before eventually reaching uh, the blockade in Manchester, um, and they at first don't see anybody. Um, it appears to be, the blockade appears to be deserted, um, and then they they try to think about where, what they're going to do next. But Frank is a, is more um, upset by this than anything because he truly thought that. If they got to Manchester, then, you know, all of their their worries would dissipate and they would be able to find some kind of salvation. But, um, yeah, Frank is a bit um, saddened, a bit low, and he sees this um, this crow, um, car- this carrion, um, eating away at the this um dead body, the the body of um one of the, the infected who has obviously died and he looks up and he walks over to this this bird, this black bird and a drop of blood from the the body um drops into Frank's eye and immediately after this Frank starts to feel the effects um, of the virus he's been infected because the virus the, this drop of blood that drops in his eye immediately has got into his bloodstream and he um Hannah is um, um is worried about him immediately but he his first instinct is to protect Hannah he pushes her away he says first he says you know I, I love you but then he pushes her away and says get away from me um... And then it becomes apparent that he is... He's infected. And... It's... After this that, um... Some soldiers arrive. And they... Shoot Frank... Immediately. And kill him... Right in front of his daughter. Um... And then... The the soldiers take... Jim, Selena and Hannah... Um to this um, fortified mansion uh, where they have set up um, uh, as a um, a headquarters. And that is when they are presented to Major Henry West, who's played by the great Christopher Eccleston. And um, he... um, In command of these uh, these soldiers, um, um, but and at first it seems like they may they may be okay. You know, the soldiers have fortified this mansion. They've set up uh, booby traps and they've got weapons, and they seem to be effective in fighting back against the, the infected, which appear to as explained by um, Major Henry West, the the infected seem to um, be in great number around this mansion. Because as we see in the film, Manchester, as they're approaching Manchester, they see that what appears to be the entirety of the city of Manchester in northern England appears to be in flames. And... Um I'm not sure um how or why this happened, but you have to think that it must have happened because of um the outbreak, something even more disastrous has happened and a bit appears from a distance that the entire the entirety of Manchester, the city of Manchester, is on fire. And you see this before um before the, the soldiers turn up but the infected seem to be in great number uh, around um, the countryside and the, the mansion um where the the soldiers uh, are and everything seems to be you know um kosher that the infected arrive um and major henry west um, allows the soldiers to fight back against the the infected when they start to race again towards the the mansion but then major henry west explains to jim that the reason that he set out sent out the uh broadcast that he did um beckoning people to come to manchester um was that he because he promised his soldiers, um, after one of them attempted to commit suicide, that he would lure female survivors to where they were so that he could basically put them into sexual slavery um, in an attempt to, as he puts it, repopulate the world. And, of course, this is absolutely despicable, um uh, but the soldiers are they've obviously spent a lot of time without the um, um close contact with um women and um they they are they are they're losing it basically mentally um that you know they they're just yeah they they've been through a lot of tough times but that this this, uh, intention, what the, 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 intention of the major, of luring women to basically, um, uh, to allow them to be raped by these soldiers is absolutely despicable. Um, so immediately after hearing this, Jim says, no, getting out of here. So he tries to, uh, tries to run away with selena and hannah but he's knocked out by one of the soldiers um because jim of course refuses to go along with this plan um um then um and and not all of the soldiers are in agreement with this um and one of the soldiers fights back against this back against this intention and he and jim are taken out to the woods um to be killed um but um during the scuffle jim is able to um escape um and he's able to get uh, outside of the wall of the mansion um and he is effective in um ...luring uh, Major uh, Henry West away from the mansion... ...and he sets off um, an air siren at the, the Manchester blockade. And this automatically um, attracts Major Henry West there... ...with one of these other, the other soldiers under his command. They go there, but um, really Jim has only done this to, to lure him there... ...so that the infected would also come and they would attack Major Henry West... Um, which happens, the, um, the infected arrive, and Jim uses this, um, so that he can, he uses this, and he lures him so that he can return to the mansion to try and save, um, Selena and Hannah, who have been dressed up, um, in dresses, um, for the enjoyment of the soldiers, um, you know, who want to do, you know, all these disgusting things, um, against the will of Selina and Hannah, um, but the Jim, um, when he, immediately after he returns to the mansion, he frees, um, an infected soldier that, major henry west has kept chained up which was a former soldier under his command who became infected who he keeps chained out in the yard um jim immediately frees him shoots the chain away allowing the the infected soldier to run amok um and they um smash their way into the mansion other infected come into the mansion as well which um results in the either the infection the uh of some of the other soldiers or the death of the other soldiers. Um um but um Jim is able to ha- unfortunately Selena and Hannah are able to either um hide from the infected soldiers or, um, take refuge. Um, but, um, Jim arrives and, um, he, uh, assists, um, and he finally finds, um, Selena and Hannah and is able to help them escape along with him. Um, which they, during which they, they are able to return to the, the, the black taxi cab, um, in which they arrived in and, um, um, they're able to drive away from the, um, from the mansion, leaving the infected, uh, behind. Um, but, uh, then, um, but before this, actually, Major Henry West returns to the mansion. Um, he gets in the taxi cab. He tries to, well, he does, he shoots Jim before Jim can get in the taxi cab Uh, He wants to um, try and get away. Um, But then uh, Hannah, who is sitting in the the driver's seat of the the taxi cab, uh, backs the taxi cab up to the front doors of the mansion um, where the infected are waiting. They smash through the back window of the taxi cab. They immediately rip um, Major Henry West from the taxi cab and immediately uh attack him and kill him um then um Hannah drives forward again she retrieves um Jim and Selina. and then they uh then they drive away from the mansion um um they break through the the the, the chained gates and um then there is a, a freeze frame of um of selena and jim as um held him as if held in motion as they're just being uh thrown forwards after crashing into this gate and then uh we flash forward another 28 days later where we um discover that jim is now recovering uh in a remote cottage in cumbria uh, which he's now living in with Hannah and Selina. Um, um, and, um, it appears that, um, the infected around the country seem to be dying of starvation. And, um, Jim, um, Selena and Hannah, they, um, have had little to no contact with anybody, um, with any other survivors, um, but they have seen a, uh, an aircraft flying above, um, and they um, seem to have decided to um, um, make a, um, a sign um, or um, construct a sign out of a um, piece of material that Selena. Uh, we see um, is um, sewing together on a sewing machine. And when Hannah returns to the cottage and says that um, the, the the aircraft has returned, they immediately race out of the cottage. They go to um, a piece of land near the cottage where they have already placed some letters uh, in fabric, which uh, spell out the word hello in big white letters and um then we see this um this uh plane this finnish um fighter jet flying over um the uh the the cumbrian um um, um green um and uh usually pleasant um rolling hills before um flying over the cottage where um and the the land where Jim Selena and Hannah are standing over the the um made um sign the of hello in fabric that they've uh, constructed uh waving at this fighter pilot and it's obvious that this fighter pilot has seen them. Um and knowing that this time they have been seen, um, all three, um, Jim, Selena and Hannah rejoice at the fact that um not only are they not just the, the only survivors, but their life appears in the rest of the world appears to be appears to be continuing in some way shape or form and then um that's the end of the film and um um there is a a follow-up film to the um to 28 days later um and uh it was called 28 weeks later um there's also been a graphic novel titled 28 days later the aftermath which apparently expands upon the timeline of the outbreak um but i have never seen 20 weeks later um but i um i might actually now watch it after just watching 28 days later for um the 10th time i would say just recently I think it is definitely time now to watch 28 weeks later and um and um see what I think about the the sequel um to 28 days later which I absolutely love um because I just think as I said in my introduction I think uh, it took the the genre of um the post apocalyptic um dystopian horror drama film to another level. I think it seriously inspired the work of um, um, graphic novel writers and artists and um, has also left its mark upon the zombie genre of um, films and TV shows um, in a way that um, films like dawn of the dead did when they first came out um but i think 28 days later is the hallmark of um a great and compelling story um and also a, a believable one I, I really do have i say after watching it just recently it's it's scary that the thing that is the most scary i think is the believability that. Um, You really do not know what scientists um, and um, people around the world could potentially be making and creating and concocting and mixing together in laboratories. Um, um, And you don't know. Anything could get out um, if the, the proper procedures aren't, aren't, aren't met, and, you know, accidents happen, and, yeah, who knows where viruses, um, originate, and what, what the causes of them are, but if a virus, like the rage virus that we see in 28 Days Later were ever to get out, then the world, I'm sure, would be very much like how we see in, Twenty-eight days later, or perhaps even worse, because um, the story of Twenty-Eight Days Later is, a, is both a, a an epic, huge story, but it's also a very small story because we only get to follow the story of these uh, firstly four survivors and then the soldiers that they encounter. But um, there is a a wider world um out there obviously um but um yeah i absolutely love the uh, 28 days later i think danny boyle is um he did an, an extraordinary job and you know even just the way that it's filmed you know it's it's not not every scene is pristine um it's got this um veneer over it if you know what i mean um, it's like it's like watching a film through gasoline, if you know what I mean. It has this film over it. And, um, yeah, it's gritty and it's, yeah, just um, breathtaking in a way. Um, and scary. And, the, as I said, the scary part is that it's the way that it, it's depicted the the story depicted and the reality that we see you could believe it and I think it's one of danny Boyle's best films It's up there with you know train spotting and um sunshine and um um he and yeah he just he's just a a really a really great director and but the story by alex garland um who is a a great um a great writer is uh is just really, really well done. Um you know, he's all, he was also the director, of course, of um the two thousand and fourteen film Ex Machina, uh, which is also a great film and um also the film Annihilation came out in two thousand eighteen. Um but twenty eight days later, as I say, is um is a a testament to great filmmaking, great storytelling, great character, um and survival. It's one of the, to me it's one of the, the, the best depictions of um survival uh, within a um dystopian um post apocalyptic future that you could wish to see but it's also as i say scarily realistic and uh i suppose that's the that's 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 the thing that's the most scary is that you can actually you could believe that that could be that could be a, a possibility and of course no one would ever want that to happen but um that's why you know it it really after you watch the film or a film like it, it really makes you feel lucky to be alive and lucky to have what you have, and to not take for granted who you have and what you have because life has a way of throwing curveballs at you and at people, and it has a way of um, shocking you, to the system, shocking your system. And, um, things happen that you have absolutely no control over as everybody, um, listening to this right now in the year 2021 or beyond, um, um, knowing what we've all had to live through over the last couple of years, um, has been made, um, acutely aware of that, um, you know infections and viruses are nothing to take for granted they're not isolated incidents they are they can be worldwide um catastrophes but um as long as we all do what we um need to do i mean you know yeah we all have a responsibility even those that create these viruses create the Antidotes and cures for such viruses, they have a responsibility also for protecting the 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 life the lives of everybody around the world and not taking not being um you know not taking uh not and it twenty eight days later is It's it's a reminder to not take life for granted Not take anything for granted Because um, Yeah it can Be taken away from you very Very easily But anyway I'm going to leave it there for now I think Um, But uh, It's a cautionary tale I guess that's the best way to describe the film Um, But uh, yeah I'm going to leave it there for now I just want to say Thank you for listening Uh, I hope you like what you heard And I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm a, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author... Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories, or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon, or um, from the the Book Depository, or online at uh, Barnes & Noble. And uh, if you want to check out some of my most recent Uh, poems then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past Uh, but yeah so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon